What's up, guys? Max here, back with another episode of the Scuttlebutt Show. I hope you're all doing great out there. For me, it is a Friday morning out here in Okinawa, Japan, so it's Friday Q&A day, so you guys can ask me anything you want. I hope you guys have some questions prepped. Feel free to throw them into the chat. We got a couple already that I'm ready to address. Let me hit you guys really quick with uh, saying hello to the chat. We got Aika, who is quick in the chat. Quick, always first. Nuggets, Larry D, Sam I am. Welcome to the chat. Eviana, nice to have you here. We've got, uh, let's see, did I say what's up to Larry D already? Mudrock, welcome. It's nice to see you again so soon. Pedro, welcome to the chat. Always a pleasure. Uh, got to get back to you with your email. It was Thank you for sending me all that info. Alex, what's up? I slept like a baby last night knowing that I've got a chance to r- make up for my horrible mistake when I sent Irish to his death uh, on Battlefield for a few days ago. That was heartbreaking, but we get a second chance. You don't always get second chances in life. Justin, 5,500 by next show. I hope so, man. I hope so. Harry Lime Pie, what's up? Yes, welcome everybody. And let me hit you with that uh, about yesterday. So thank you to everyone who tuned in last night for the live stream of me watching the Battlefield 2042 short film Exodus, which is doing well on my channel right now. I'm so stoked about that. It's going to be so fun to play that game. And there's a poll up on the channel right now for what game you guys want to play next as far as campaigns go. You know, it's since we started doing the gaming on the channel, there hasn't been a new game drop. Like, there hasn't been a game that we've been able to start from release date. You know what I mean? Battlefield will be the first coming out in October that we can download and start playing day one. Like, I'm going to get on a game day one that it comes out. This hasn't happened yet. So it's going to be awesome. We're going to do that. It's going to be totally dope. So make sure you guys are subscribed. If you're looking for the game stuff, it's coming. It's going to be incredible. I'm watching the Field of Dreams baseball game. They have a sweet-ass drone giving some nice picks. Nice. I love my drones. When I get back, I'll send the Blackhawk footage I caught onto Discord. Okay. Uh, Okay, then reflecting back to all the achievements that you have done, what is something that you're most proud of and why? Oh, great question. And I will will hit that one up as soon as I uh, follow back on Sam Iam's question. Let's see. Have I seen Fury? I'll talk about Fury. And, uh, and hey, I nearly burnt out my entire neighborhood today. My day is going great. Mike, why, how did you pull that off? So let me tell you guys, uh, you know, the headline, I said, ask me anything, I'm always right. I woke up this morning to a headline that uh, we're sending thousands of American military into Afghanistan to potentially evacuate the embassy. And what did I say? That's exactly what I said was going to happen. I thought it might take weeks or months until it happened, but it was obviously inevitably going to happen. I mean, you guys know, you guys probably remember watching the show. You guys have been asking me what I think the next big conflict is going to be. And what did I say? I said Afghanistan, because we have an embassy there. And as long as we have an embassy there, if that ever gets threatened, we're going to go right back into Afghanistan. And what happened? That's exactly, it was obviously what was going to happen. I mean, I don't even feel like I deserve any credit for that because it was just obviously what was going to happen. So to everybody headed over there right now, I hope you guys are all safe. I hope you guys are being, you know, tough, aggressive, and safe because it could get sketchy. The Taliban is running through just taking cities right now. And, uh, you know, the whole, the whole, I always like to, I, what, what is somebody named OBL doing um, in the chat? That's too funny. So, uh, so I just always like to remind people that there was a time where we celebrated Rambo going in like the movie, like Sylvester Stallone Rambo going in to fight with the Taliban against Russia. So it's not like uh, it's not like we've always been enemies with the Taliban, but now we are because they're trying to erase all the progress that the United States tried to create as far as making a democratic uh, uh, 
situation over in um, in Afghanistan. Let's see. Something's wrong here. Why is uh, no chat popping up on the screen? I don't see any chat popping up on the screen. That's weird. Yeah, I need to reset it. So we, uh, you know, here we go. We got a new subscriber. Where's the chat? I don't know what's going on. I, uh, I apologize to you guys. There's no chat popping up on the screen. I don't know why that is. Ah, technology. Technology. So that's it. We've got people going back into Afghanistan. Uh, it says, let's see, Sam I.M. says 3,000, two Marine battalions, and one Army battalion. Yeah. Three, it's just like Iraq. You know, and they're saying, I saw the quote that said, um, this is a short-term mission with a focused goal. Hey, I'll just, I'm just going to throw a quote out there. You guys, you know, send it back, pick it up, throw it down, whatever. Um, two weeks to flatten the curve. All right? That's all I'm going to say. Two weeks to flatten the curve. Short focused mission in Afghanistan. 300 Americans to go fight ISIS. If, can we not just play this game, uh, you know, again and again and again? Can we not just, you know, do, do the same rickamarole again and again and again? We're going back into Afghanistan. There is no in and out. It's just not even a thing. It's no such thing. So that didn't take long. Uh, and I don't blame Biden. And I don't blame Trump. I mean, I don't blame. I, I just want to be clear about that, too. I don't blame a president. I don't hold a president accountable for this. If you if I've been talking about for a long time how the United States gave up its national interest in Afghanistan in 2010, when we kind of basically reduced our presence, reduced our 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 mission there to being, you know, advise and assist. As soon as we went advise and assist, we uh, we kind of stopped as soon as we went counterinsurgency. Instead of war fighting, we kind of gave up. And so for everyone who's not, not the people on the ground, not the soldiers, you know, sailors, airmen, and Marines, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the government kind of gave up its interest in Afghanistan a long time ago. And that's how we ended up here today. Okay, I got the comments popping up on the screen now. That's good. So, you know, you guys got my thoughts on that. That's, that's it. I'll just remind you guys, flatten the curve. Uh, two weeks to flatten the curve. 300 Americans into Iraq for ISIS. And that's going to be it with Obama and now a quick focus mission in Afghanistan. We'll see. I could be wrong. But uh, if his, I, I feel like you got to learn from history. You got to learn from, you know, this is, a, this is a, a, a trend, you know. This is a template, if you will. So I got to go catch up on some, uh, on some comments here. I, you know, it's Q&A Friday. I don't want to run my mouth the whole time. But honestly, you guys should be listening to the Scuttlebutt show. That's, I mean, I just tell it like it is, okay? I'm just telling it like it is. So we've got Sam I.M. said, hey, Scuttle, what unit were you with again when you were in Sam, uh, are you military? Are you veteran? What's your, uh, t- I'd like, I'd like to learn a little bit about everybody in the chat. So Sam, I am, if you could remind me, I was in so many units. Uh, I, I was all about units when I was in the military. Um, everything from an aircraft carrier to boots on ground in Iraq and Afghanistan. But my main thing that I did was I was a, uh, a UAS or drone pilot for Naval Special Warfare. That's the thing that I am most proud of. Spent about half my career doing that. It was the last thing that I did before I got out. And I worked as a civilian doing that job as well uh, for a couple of years before moving to Okinawa. And that unit was a Special Reconnaissance Team 1, which sounds, actually it was pretty cool. It sounds cool and it was cool. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I hope that answers your question. Let's see, let's see. How did you sleep last night knowing Irish is alive? I can't wait to go play as Irish. We've got, uh, what was that other question here? Let's see. At all the achievements that you have done, what is something that you're most proud of and why? So I always talk about my detainee ops deployment as being something that I'm extremely proud of because it challenged us every day to, uh, to, to serve with honor and integrity. 
And we finished that deployment. Um, very, very, I'm very proud of that deployment. Uh, it was totally awesome. Um, tested all the time, but showed up to work every day, uh, did my job and, um, and returned home with honor, as they say. And that's probably something that I'm most proud of. Let's see what else. Just, uh, let's see five deployments. I'm proud of those. I'm proud of my five deployments. I'm proud of my four warfare pin devices. If you guys know anything about the Navy, I was air, air warfare, surface warfare, expeditionary warfare and information dominance warfare. Uh, but honestly, it was the, uh, it was probably my detainee ops deployment is, but you didn't even say military, huh? All the achievements that you have done, what is something you're most proud of and why? I'll just go with the military. It was probably doing detainee ops in 2009 was the coolest uh, experience ever. It was the most different thing that I could ever do. It's a very rare thing for somebody to get to go have that opportunity to serve in that capacity. And, uh, and the way that that deployment went for me was just extremely unique and special. And it was just really uh, crazy. Let's see. No homo, but ever since the spicy ramen, it sounds like your voice has aged. Oh, really? I, uh, I believe you. I can't tell, but I believe you. It probably messed me up permanently. Um, let's see. Check out the book called The Liberator. You'd love it. Oh, yeah. It's, the Liberator is great. And the Netflix one, too. Ding, ding, ding. The Netflix one, too, is great. So I think you guys should check out the Netflix version of The Liberator. It's really good. Um, bless the USMC security at the embassy, Joe Calderon. This dude speaks the truth. Thank you very much. We were friends with the Northern Alliance, not the Taliban. They split after the Afghan civil war after the Soviets left. Great grandpa McCarty. Let's see. Sup Max. Hey, what's up contractor? F the government's promises. Stop trusting them already. Mission accomplished. Yeah. George W. Bush. Well, then we should have left right then when Al Qaeda was crushed. When we were crushing Al Qaeda, we should have left Afghanistan, not the, not pursue the replacement of the government with a democratic, you know, process that we kind of instilled. That's where it went all wrong. Uh, advisors to Saigon in 63 was short-term mission too. I want, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I want you to play the Metal Gear Solid games. They're very good. Oh, they are very good, actually. OBL really loves the Metal Gear Solid. The saddest thing, Jacob, what's up? Jacob Donenworth, go buy his book, an officer and a man. The saddest thing about Afghan is the government saying you have all the resources necessary to succeed. They'll be fine about the Afghan army. Oh yeah, that's about as, uh, that's about as true as, you know, saying that we landed on the moon. You know what I'm saying? Just lot government lies. Government lies everywhere you look. Government wants you to believe we landed on the moon. They want you to believe that Afghanistan can succeed on its own. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, who, who's most likely to see combat CBs or Corman? Definitely Corman. But the, the caveat to that is you have to not only pick that rate, but you have to pick the right command too. So if you go Corman, you have to become an FMF Corman. If you become a CB, you have to get on a CB team that's going to deploy to some, you know, hazardous duty area. I recently discovered this channel and you were awesome. Hope to become a ranger someday. Lots of love from Trinidad. Oh, nice. From Trinidad. That's crazy. Why is your name OBL then? Why not go to Sark? I'd say Corman, that's a lot of commands, lots of good experience, I'm sure. Hey, Max, have you ever been in a gunfight overseas or only attacking with a drone? I have been in uh, several gunfights. Um, I have received and returned fire with my M4 rifle uh, at within 100 meters, and that was crazy, and I never really expected to find myself in that situation. Um, it, it was... Uh, and without getting too much into it, because I want to save some of that stuff for a special time to talk about it. But, uh, you know, one, it's weird once you're out, once you're out there, you know, at, and I'm, I'm no like war hero by any means. I mean, I could count on my two hands, how many times I've been in any real danger, uh, that once you're there, it doesn't matter like who you are, 
once you're in Iraq and Afghanistan or a combat zone, once you're there, you're you're there. Like the enemy doesn't see you as, you know, a special forces operator or a cook or whatever. You're just there. You're a target and you have the right and responsibility to defend yourselves and the people that you're around. Um, so I guess that's, uh, it's, it, it's a, it's a real, I mean, I, I remember one day, you know, we're in this village in Afghanistan and I'm like, this is really dangerous. <laughs> I was like, I was like, we're really, we're really, uh, getting after Like, this is the real deal. Um, I'm surprised. I like it kind of caught me by surprise, um, to, to find myself there, but it was okay. Um, it was not, uh, once, and then once it's happening, you're like, Oh, I guess this is happening. Like th it, this is it. You know, I'm, I'm in it now. It's not like, I wonder what's going to happen. It's like, it's happening right now. So we're, we're kind of a weird thing. I don't know. I need to choose my words better for it, but, um, I have been, I have done that. What made you leave? If you don't mind me asking just other stuff I wanted to do in my life. I was, uh, confused about what we're even doing anymore in for, with the military. Like, how did we end up from post nine 11 taking down Al Qaeda to battling ISIS to liberate Iraqi cities? Like the, the path from point A to point B is, is out of control. Um, when you look back at the whole thing, like, what am I doing? Who are we fighting? Why is any of this a thing? Um, Jacob Donnerworth, $5 super chat. I want Max to shout. There's no wind on the moon for the flag to ripple in the wind. <laughs> There's no wind on the moon for the flag to ripple in the wind. Come on. Wake up. Red pill. Wake up. <laughs> There's uh, actually a great um, new special about that. I think on, what is it? Netflix, HBO, something like that about, about the, the fake Hollywood, you know, moon landing. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, who really doesn't like being told that is, uh, who is it? But like, uh, Neil Buzz Aldrin, who was the guy who punched the reporter who asked about that? Was it Buzz Aldrin? Who was that? Neil? Who was the one who punched the reporter as he's like an old man now, or he was when that happened and punched, uh, punched a reporter. Uh, I hope I answered the question about why did I leave? Just no, no, um, no, I, I started to think like where, where, what is all this for? And if I'm going to stay in, I never wanted to be the person who just stayed in for retirement. And I never, I always said, I'm not just here for retirement. I'm here because I love the Navy and I love the mission and all that stuff. And if that ever changes, I'll get out. I always ran my mouth about that. And then when that happened, I got out and I'm actually super proud of that too. That was Buzz, right? Okay. That was Buzz. Yeah. Buzz does not like being talking about the, the fake moon landing at all. Uh, RIP Pac and Hannah. No doubt. No doubt. Um, the name is a nickname I had being the guy who always played with fireworks as a kid. That's how I got it. And it stuck with me. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. It's, that's a bold name to go with online. <laughs> uh, Matt, what's up? Corporal Matt, what's up? Thank you for stopping by. Hey Max, why doesn't the Navy wear the green camo overseas? I only see them wearing the Marpat desert camo. No, we wear that, uh, um, overseas, but there's different versions of it. So like there's uh, type twos and type threes. So the desert ones are the type twos and the green ones are the type threes. But depending on what AO you deploy to, what area of, of uh, responsibility, what AOR, you could deploy wearing the green ones. Like sailors on ships, they definitely are wearing the green ones. But generally in Iraq and Afghanistan, the uniform is the type twos. So it's actually like you get a whole set of gear, you know, foul weather jacket, 
Um, so like your rain gear, your cold weather gear, your operator gear, all that stuff comes in, you know, two flavors, you know, guacamole and sand. And so, you know, the sand is for Iraq and Afghanistan, you know, CENTCOM. So when you deploy, you wear your, uh, your type twos and they're actually not Marpats. They're something very similar, but they're different. They're the Navy type twos. They're not Marpats. So good question. And that's the answer because the different AORs actually have different uniforms assigned to them. You bring your different loadout of gear. My grandfather flew in the Navy's version of a B-24 during World War II in the South Pacific. The Navy called them PB-4Y1s. Larry D., thank you for sharing that. There's so many people in this channel, like John, Larry, who shared it, their, you know, the legacy of their family in the military. And, uh, and I, I want to thank you guys for sharing that. It's epic. Um, there is no solar. To me, the whole war on terror is like Vietnam. There was no clear objectives, even with the multiple presidents. Yeah, nobody just wanted to be the loser. My ex-girlfriend's grandma dated Buzz. True story. That's awesome. Damn. Wow, that's cool. Apparently, we're asking Taliban to be nice and spare the embassy in the coming fight for Kabul now. Not legit. Yeah, I've heard that too. I, I was actually just watching an interview on Fox, I think, like Fox Business or whatever, with, and I don't remember who it is, some defense um, person, somebody from the government representing the DOD, who said that they were uh, watching the, the uh, events unfold very carefully in Afghanistan and making sure that they're, you know, our United States assets and interests are maintained. I mean, it's a joke. Like, we had a base that I served at and some of my buddies served at in Afghanistan. And when that shut down, uh, the Taliban ran through it almost immediately. There's ISIS in Afghanistan. Like, it goes on and on. Um, the last several years, Special Forces has been fighting ISIS in Afghanistan. So there is ISIS in Afghanistan. So how do you think that works with the Taliban and ISIS teaming up? What do you think the end game of that is? Ask yourselves. Favorite childhood memory? Oh, I had a horrible childhood. <laughs> I had a horrible childhood. Um, oh my gosh. I have like zero good childhood memories. <laughs> Terrible childhood. Terrible family. It's actually uh, part of the reasons why I love the Navy so much is because the Navy, the Navy became my family, uh, my military family. And it was a great escape from my horrible childhood um, that I had where I had like I basically have no blood family now, uh, as we speak, I just have my wife, our dog, my in-laws, um, and my Navy family, which is fine. That is totally fine. Uh, I have no issue with that whatsoever. I'm actually extremely happy. Uh, I broke ties with all of my blood relatives, horrible childhood. Um, but I will say that, and I, I mean, I can laugh about it now, but it was jacked up. And, uh, and I can say that, um, one of my favorite childhood memories was probably, going to uh, play like video games all weekend at friends' houses, like just liking around like giant Xboxes in our backpacks. Um, when I was like 15 years old, lugging around Xbox Ones in our backpacks and hiking basically to somebody else's house wearing like a 40 pound rucksack. It really prepped me for the military, just carrying an Xbox, an original Xbox with four controllers, a couple games and power brick. Yeah, you're ready to go. You're ready to go to the Marines, the Navy, whatever. That was, uh, that'll get you ready. Did anyone see the movie Capricorn 1? They faked the Mars landing. James Brolin and O.J. Simpson starred. No, I have not seen that. O.J. Simpson starred in it? Interesting. Um, hey, Max, aren't they technically a female Navy SEAL because the transgender SEAL? Uh, I guess, technically. Very technically. But um, I don't think that's going to fly as far as, you know, the process of recruiting a female to get her through the pipeline. 
My son makes four generations of Navy. That's awesome, Larry. That's awesome. Um, now that you've played both Battlefield 3 and 4 storyline, which campaign was your favorite? Uh, oh, man. Probably Battlefield 3. Um, maybe Battlefield 3. I liked that one. I liked that storyline better. It was a little more intense, I think. Like, Battlefield 4 was just, like, uh, action movie. Like, it was so over the top. But Battlefield 3 was kind of, like, grounded in um, familiar settings, at least. And it was super intense, too. And sad. So uh, maybe Battlefield 3. But the poll is up right now. Hey, make sure you guys go to the community tab of the Scuttlebutt Show and vote for what game you want to see me play next after this show or open up a new tab in your browser and go do that. Because after that, after this show, or probably tomorrow, I should say, I'm going to close that poll, download that game, and we're going to play that one too. Training out of his mind, but he didn't even know it. Yep. Sorry to hear that. You were an amazing person and you radiate so much light into this world. If you and your wife have other children besides Bree Bree, you'll be a great role model. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. That's really sweet to say. Um, yeah, you know, we'll see, uh, about kids, see what happens with that. I'm, I'm down. Uh, just getting old, getting older. Hey, uh, like this video. We're only at nine likes over a hundred views, nine likes. Let's like this video. Let's make Friday a special day for me out here. Um, what's going on with you guys? Any weekend plans? I'm going to be working hard this weekend on some stuff for you guys. My account says door kickers too. Is that a game? Uh, I'm going to be working on uh, stuff for you guys. I've got something that I've been working on and it's going really well. And it's so, it's such a big undertaking. It's such a big project. And when it's ready, I cannot wait to share it with you guys, but we have to wait until it's right. So be patient, but I've got some big stuff coming up. And in the short term, in the short term, we've got the burpee mile. So that's coming up. As soon as I get clearance, as soon as I get, uh, clearance from the people I need to coordinate the location, I'm going to start posting the burpee mile stuff and the signups and the leaderboard and all that. I'm working, I'm working on that too. This timeline consists of battlefield 1942, 3, 4, 2042 and 2140. Yeah. I can't wait for 2142. That should be crazy. Uh, dream car, Alex, no worries. I'm, I'm actually, um, I'm so many, exci- I'm so many excite. I'm so excite. My sister, number one prostitute, uh, <laughs> uh, Pamela, is that a Borat? Are you doing Borat? I love Borat. I, what do you guys think about Borat? That sucks, man. Sorry to hear. No, it's Alex. It's actually okay. It's actually fine. Uh, I'm really good with it. Um, dream car. So I am not a huge car person, but I am a pretty significant, uh, I have a pretty significant interest with tech, like technology stuff. And I am, when we get back to the United States, my wife and I, my plan is to get an electric car. And the car that I want to get is like, I think, you know, we have a long way to go, but I think the, uh, the Rivian, the Rivian electric car. Do you guys, are you guys familiar with the Rivian? So the Rivian electric vehicle is the one that I want. And it is, uh, it looks pretty sick. Um, all electric, uh, let's see, let me pop over here. So, oh my God. Okay. I don't know why this always happens. Hang on one second. We've got to switch the browser here. Uh, there we go. So we've got the uh, the Rivian electric vehicle, pickup truck, and SUV. And this looks awesome to me. Like, if you guys have been following this, they are 
in pre-production right now on this thing. It's supposed to come out in the next year or two, and it just looks great. So I definitely want an electric vehicle, but the one that I want is, I believe, the Rivian. So the, this one looks the most interesting to me as of now. I know they just came out with that Hummer EV as well, the new electric Hummer. But to me, the future of vehicles is definitely electric, and I would love to get the Rivian uh, as my next vehicle. It looks totally awesome. So what do you guys think? Are you guys interested in electric vehicles at all? 2142 is 14 years old. The one we were getting is 2042. Yeah, but I heard, are they remaking 2142? Is that happening? Because 2142 is like old. Um, uh, but I, I hear everyone talking about the, the remake of 2142, the Battlefield 2142 intro live. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure this whole 2142 thing out because a lot of people are talking about it like it's a new game coming out, like a remake or something like that. Let's see. I thought you were going to say Tesla. When will you be back in the U.S.? In a year, probably. Uh, probably be back in a year, maybe two years. Do I like driving in Japan? Yeah, I do. Uh, well, wait a second. Let me think about that. Actually, I do not. Uh, people out here are terrible drivers. Terrible. Terrible drivers. John, nice to see you, by the way. And Jay, honey, nice to see you, too. I hope everything's going well for you out there. I hope you're... Are you classed up now? What are you doing? What's going on with you? Um, so... Dry, people are terrible drivers out here. Oh my gosh, horrible. The things that I see people do on the roads out here make me want to rip my hair out. Now, if you're asking, is it easy to drive in Japan? Like with the other side of the road, the other side of the car, all that stuff. Yeah, super easy. Never had a problem with it. Uh, it was it was fine. Like that, that I, I was good with day one. But what I will say is watching people drive around in Okinawa, oh my God, it's horrible. It is, it is offensive. For example, people will just turn out of nowhere. They'll just turn, like not even in a turn lane. People will, here's maybe my least favorite thing. People will just stop anywhere. People will just stop their car on the highway in a lane to take a phone call or to get out and use a vending machine. I am not playing with you guys. They will just stop their car block a lane, get out, get something from the vending machine, take a phone call. It's out of control. Here's another thing. This is really bad. They have no car seat laws here. So I'll be driving down a road and a car will pull up next to me and there will be a baby crawling on the dashboard up by the windshield. Like it, it is out of control. And the same person is then watching television on their center console a full like saga on tv like a soap opera it's ridiculous i mean and, and i wish i could say i was like exaggerating this you know like or ma or making it up so to speak but it's it's real it's really real jacob's backing me up uh smoking oaky barbecue is backing me up other people out here. Yeah. If you guys have been to Okinawa, you know, it's not good. The F-250 Super Duty, uh, 2143 might be the next game. Oh, I see. 2143. 2142 actually did okay in the battlefield community. So I doubt they will be remaking it unless you're towing. Electric is the way. Electric is the way. The American size pickups don't fit in the small Japanese streets. I think you will end up with a small Honda. Oh no. Out here in Okinawa, I drive a Nissan Cube. Yeah. I drive a Nissan Cube. I have no interest in having a, a big American car in Okinawa. It doesn't make any sense. You're right about that. Ryonics, when do you think Six Days in Fallujah will come out? Well, 
It's supposed to come out December 21st uh, of this year. But I haven't heard anything from them uh, about a beta. I haven't heard anything about early access. I haven't heard anything about that. So it's getting close uh, to that time where you think that uh, you would think something would be happening, but it still has not. So um, I'm being patient. They did reach out to me about being part of the early access program, uh, reviewer, like YouTuber reaction type thing. So I'm hopeful that something will come from that, but we'll see. I'm just being patient right now. Still waiting to go to A school. This sucks. Sorry, bro. It's part of it. Trust me though. Just enjoy this time. It never gets easier than this. It never gets easier than this. So, uh, just relax and enjoy it. You've got plenty of time to work hard and deploy and all that stuff. I could feel my blood pressure rise every time I got behind the wheel. Diesel is better than electric. I can't, I can't, uh, support that. You can't park there. You silly bee. Yes. In Jacob's book. It's so good. People park in the middle lanes in South Philly. That's crazy. Corporal Abe 311 Bravo H, which your name is, is insanely specific to your, uh, MOS. Yeah, that's, that's horrible. Bad drivers. But as long as you're not in a rush to go anywhere, uh, we ready for it. You're right though. It's true. You do have to be, you have to, you have to be expecting it. Let's see. I sent you a 2142 intro on Discord. My username is Zeno. Okay, awesome. Thank you very much. Zeno King. I'll check that out for sure. Dude, everyone here in India drives like it's rally here in India. Two of my friends lost their lives yesterday due to an accident. It's been all over the news. Oh man, I'm so sorry to hear that, Aika. Jesus. Hey, I'm sorry to hear that, man. That sucks. I'm really sorry to hear that. Driving is so, I tell people all the time. I'm so sorry. That's tough, dude. I tell people all the time, driving is the dangerous thing that we do every day and everyone drives around like they don't even give a shit. Like driving is the single dangerous thing that we do every single day. Number one. Yet people just drive around like it doesn't matter. Like just nothing matters. Texting, looking around, you know, watching something on their phone, uh, playing with the dashboard. Sorry to hear that, Ika. That's a bummer. That's why I get so mad when I see stuff like that when I'm driving. That's the reason. Because of stuff like that. It sounds like you're describing driving in Iraq. Uh, a, Corporal AB? AB3? AB, AB I still don't even know what to do with that. So, uh, that's why I get so mad when I see people driving and texting and stuff. Because they're, they're, they're one second away from being in a life in like a... Like a fatal accident. sounds like driving to Iraq. In Iraq, we would drive around in our Hiluxes or whatever, and um, you would drive down the street up in northern Iraq, right? And it would be just, there are, there are lanes, but they don't mean anything. Just do whatever. Eric says, I really want to play that game. I can't wait, man. Uh, Italy was the most aggressive drivers. Everybody thinks they're the last lap of Moza Grand Prix. Japanese make awesome sports bikes. I have the 2014 CBR 1000 Fireblade. Do you ride bikes? I used to ride a uh, a Blackbird by Honda, a, the CBR 1100 uh, Blackbird. And I rode that for a number of years and then I, uh, I sold it. Any war stories to give you chills hearing about them? Um, many, uh, many. Let's see. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's, there's a lot that I know. I'm trying to think of ones that I've heard uh, firsthand. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Let, like, let's just say the Outpost, for example, right? Uh, Cop Keating, the Battle of Camdesh, right? Just think about that for, as one. Max, how did you survive the culture shock going into Japan, different language, meeting your parents-in-law? How was your first experience arriving? Well, my wife and I met in the United States. She's American. Uh, her parents are, she's Chinese, but she's, an, she's American. She's in the Navy. Um, her parents are Chinese. They have 
they're first generation, uh, or she's first generation, I should say. Um, she immigrated actually. And so that was fine. Uh, I'm pretty good with other cultures, so I didn't really struggle at all. Just get into the country and start, you know, learning how it is. I actually love other cultures and learning how to live in new, uh, countries and how to, uh, how to, uh, acclimate and the new food and the new buildings. And like one thing that I still haven't gotten a hang of though, interestingly is the toilets. So like, even though I've been here a long time, the toilets in Japan are pretty crazy. They have a lot going on. And sometimes I walk into a bathroom and the toilet will have like a console on the side of it with 50 buttons. And I'm really scared to press any of them. I don't know what they do. And I don't want to get shot in the face with like a bidet stream. And I sometimes can't even figure out how to flush them. Uh, the toilets are crazy. I will say that Google Translate has been incredibly helpful. So if you guys are ever traveling to another country, traveling abroad, I would, uh, I would use Google Translate to get around. Uh, when you're back West Coast, go to EV West and get an old VW vans and Beatles Porsches. They swapped over to Tesla batteries. Oh, that's awesome. I'll have to check that out. That sounds badass. Uh, I just want to get to the fleet. Jay Honey says, I know how it feels, but uh, just be patient. You're in the very beginning of your career. Corporal ABE3. Corporal, are you, are you prior Marine joined Navy or something like that? Um, have you tried out DCS? If not, should really realistic flight simulator. Uh, I, I have actually a lot of people on the channel who, who are DCS players and I'm interested in checking that game out. As a matter of fact, what's the learning curve like on that? Thanks guys. Y'all be careful out there. Take care of yourselves. Thank you. I for sharing that. Sorry, man. I'm so sorry to hear about that. That's rough, dude. Have you ever been in a bar fight? Uh, I've been in a couple, but they're so, they were, they were really like low key. Um, a couple punches, uh, a couple shoves, you know? Like bar fights are so stupid. I don't want to ever be in a bar fight. It's the dumbest thing. You have everything to lose, nothing to gain. I've known people who've been killed in bar fights because they got punched in the head and fell down and hit their head. I was in one bad one one time in Paso Robles, California. And, you know, these guys were threatening to shoot us. And I really thought they might. Uh, it was like these guys, we found out later, ended up being like gangbanger felons and they jumped us. Uh, it was this whole thing and that was probably the worst one, but yeah, nothing too crazy. Um, and I, I don't like, I don't support, you know, random street fights at all whatsoever. Um, I'm trying to think there's been a few times where I've like intervened in fights happening, uh, to like break them up. That's happened to me way more than getting into fights because I've never been, I've never ever in my life thought it was cool to get into a bar fight. It's just not in my opinion. Uh, corporal aviation boatswain's mate, third class. Wait, where does the corporal come from? Sergeant Pitts at Wanat. Yeah. If you guys don't know who Sergeant Pitts is, you should go look that up. The battle of Wanat. It's so crazy. It's horrible. What happened to those guys out there? Max, when things get chaotic and stressful for you, what is something you do to stay focused and calm? Uh, compartmentalize. Like I'm really good at compartmentalizing. It's something that you learn in the military. You have to, for for, here's something that I always say. This is advice that I give people. This is my slogan, okay? It's some, I've been working on this. Uh, absolute acceptance, right? So the first thing that you always have to do is accept your current situation. So even if it means something bad for you. So like, for example, let's say you're in a car accident and it's your fault. The faster you can go 
in your mind, I was just in a car accident and it's my fault. And you start coming to terms with that, accepting responsibility for that, the better you can deal with the situation. It's when you start trying to talk yourself out of your current situation and out of reality that things start to get out of hand. So the very first thing is absolute acceptance, okay? This is like my own little thing that I made up and I tell myself. Absolute acceptance. You have to completely accept your current circumstances. Like if somebody told me that I had a bad disease, okay? The current situation is I've just been told that I have a bad disease. Maybe I need to go get a second opinion, but I have just been told that. That is my reality. So I need to start moving forward from there and compartmentalizing my emotions, which means not dealing with the emotional impact of that until sometime later uh, and, and addressing the immediate thing right in front of me. Okay, this is, how, this is how I do it. What is my immediate problem? Have I accepted it? And now what am I gonna do about it? And I'm gonna worry about dealing with the emotional side of it later. And that's how I, that's how I deal with things. And I've worked on that in the military. I've kind of developed that and uh, it's served me pretty well. But the very first thing is, accepting your current circumstances, completely accepting them. If you can do that, you can get through a lot thing, a lot of things a lot faster and more effectively. It's all about accepting your current situation, if that's helpful at all. Uh, and compartmentalization. I mean, I'm sure I've compartmentalized things and never dealt with them ever again, uh, which is probably not the best, but it definitely helps in the moment. Have you ever went over an ID or been in a convoy that went over one? Uh, I once found myself standing on a pressure plate. Uh, me and a group of people were standing on a pressure plate in Afghanistan. And you want to talk about a butthole pucker moment. We found out, we ended up finding out that the pressure plate wasn't connected to anything. So it wasn't hooked up yet, but it was an IED in the process of being made. And, uh, oh man, that was, uh, that was a moment right there for sure. And there was another time where I wasn't on a mission but the guys who were on the mission did hit an ID. And when they drove back with the VIX, we got to see kind of what the damage was. And that was, uh, luckily nobody was hurt. They towed the vehicle back, but uh, it had blown off the right, I'm sorry, the front left tire and blew through the engine block. Um, those things are, are, are not good. So uh, let's see. Hey, Tiffany, what's up? Welcome. Uh, since 2042 is the same timeline as 2142, we'll probably get a lot of 2142 content later on, probably the 2142 mechs in Titan mode since they were almost being done in Battlefield 4. Oh, okay, got it. Maybe that's the connection. Sounds like the shells in Demolition Man. Uh, we need... So Demolition Man, th that's what I feel like... I was just thinking about Demolition Man yesterday because I was like, we're on the path to ending up like Demolition Man. Where if... if uh, if we continue on this path of like losing the aggressiveness in our enforcement of like laws and criminals, then what we're going to end up with is a society that is peaceful until one Wesley Snipe shows up and then they can just wreck house and we need a Sylvester Stallone to come in and do something about it and a Sandra Bullock to back him up. So I can't remember what got me on that thought originally. It was some story I saw. Asian culture is amazing and extremely fascinating. 10 out of 10 would recommend had via Indian, Chinese, and Indonesian friends, roommates. Yeah, I love, I love Jap Japan. I love Okinawa. I love Japan. It's great. I do love it. It's not, per it's not like perfect. There's major problems in Japan. 
There's major problems with depression, workaholics, addiction, uh, alcoholism, people aren't having babies, suicide rates are high. Like, I don't, I don't want to give this idea that, that Japan is just like perfect and far superior to other countries or any other country is far superior to any other country. But the way that people are, the culture, the politeness, uh, um, the, the etiquette, you know, like the way that people are brought up, the, the idea of service uh, to, to other people. I do love all that. Like there's a lot of great stuff out here. Navy first. I was undez in the army. Oh, 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 got you. Corporal AB three 11 Bravo. That's an interesting path. That is an interesting path, but how do you like, what do you like better the Navy or the army? Yesterday I found out my great grandpa McCarty got around in world war two. He was in North Africa, Italy, Germany, France, and Austria. That's so crazy. People went to world people deployed to World War II in Africa and ended up in France and Germany on the same, just like in Fury. You were asking about Fury earlier. I love Fury. I think Fury is a great movie. It is not real. It is not a true story in and of itself. It is a compilation of truths combined into like the worst three days anybody had could ever have in, in the World War II. But it was a great movie, I thought. We can connect the dots in 2142 to where the problem starts another ice age and Africa is the final warm place. So 2042, we will start getting more show maps and years goodbye. Oh, got you. Bar fights are no win situation. Avoid at all costs. Totally. Totally. Never try to beat a hero on the street in a place you're not super familiar with. That's seriously an easy way to get shot. Totally. Let's see where I lost. I've missed. I lost my spot. I lost my spot. Oh my gosh. I lost my spot. I lost my spot. I'm finding my spot. Let's see. Never, uh, maybe Battlefield 4 Final Stand is also connected. Final Stand is 2020. Never mind. We'll see how, how it all shakes out. After I completed six Navy, I joined the Army. Do you want an actual emotional gameplay spec ops the line? Holy crap, it hits hard. Yeah, that's on the list. That's on the poll, by the way. It's starting to bug me that Titanfall 3 hasn't been made yet. I never played Titanfall. I'm happy about 2042 and Battlefield 4 is connected. Me too. That's awesome. Eric McBride, thanks, man. I can't wait to fly already. That's nuts about the IED story. Yeah. My cousin was a gunner on a Humvee in the army and they ran over an IED. Was he okay? Hope he was okay. I couldn't find the shirts with a logo in the corner on the website. I'll be the, uh, I'll like the one you're wearing. Maybe I'm just blind though. Let me go find it for you. Let me find it for you. Let's find it together. Let's do this. Let's find it together. So if you go to catalog, well, actually, first of all, it's right here. Men's train to train. So the one that I'm wearing, this is it. This is the train to train shirt right here. I'll drop it in the, in the chat as a link. And you guys can go there. It's the trained, the, the shirt that I'm wearing right now is the trained to train tri-blend t-shirt. So if you guys want this particular shirt, by the way, promo code 6DIF in caps gets you 10% off the online store right now, you guys. So until September 1st, in as a promotion for six days in Fallujah coming out and people who've been finding my channel as a result of that game, we're using promo code 6DIF for 10% off the online store. So you can pick this shirt in whatever color you want. Let's take a look at what else we got here. We haven't been on the store website in a while. Super legit hat, get your ship together shirts. Uh, the super legit t-shirt, which is one of my favorite. I mean, that's like my favorite one. Uh, the squid t-shirt for my Navy folks out there. The mouse pad, the game map, the Okinawa ramen shirt right here, center screen. We've got the rooster and the pig socks. The rooster and pig socks, if you need to get dressed up, if you need to put on nice clothes, but you want to keep it, you know, straight gangster, get your rooster and pig socks, uh, coffee cup, anchor shirt, coasters, stickers, 
stickers, which I have everywhere. If you guys want to check out the stickers, got some right here. Scuttlebutt Show stickers, transparent and white backgrounds. Throw them on your water bottle. Also linked in the description down below. Game mat, coffee cup, hoodie, warrior t-shirt, women's train to train, women's squid, women's super legit, the remain free tea, the women's original scuttlebutt tea, all that stuff. And more coming. Eviana and Beaufort said they're graphic designers. I'm looking for help designing some new shirts. I'm always looking for help designing new merch. And that QR code on your screen will take you right to the Scuttlebutt Show store. So you can go to scuttlebuttshow.com from that QR code on your screen. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, Demolition Man Max gets it. Um, yep. Max, what if this individual accepts the situation but reacts with frustration and anger? Is that something that is a learned behavior that needs to be unlearned? That's compartmentalizing. That's what compartmentalizing is, Eviana. When you can suppress your emotions, I'm not saying compartmentalizing is the best way to handle it, but if you need to take immediate action in something, what I personally do is practice compartmentalizing. You go, these feelings need to go to the back of the stack as far as things that I'm going to deal with right now, and I'll get back to them later. You have to compartmentalize. I'm, you have to go, I'm not thinking about this right now. I'm thinking about this. And you have to really focus. Um, it takes a lot of practice. One, five, bad company. Games are all separate. You guys are talk, talking about the battlefield timeline, and I'm losing track. It says train to train on the back. I thought it was on the front. No, no, it's this on the front. It's this on the front. Train to train on the back. Train to train. Um, he's good. He's just nerve damage in his body. So many veterans walk around with nerve damage, chronic pain, all that stuff. Let me tell you guys about train to train. When I was getting out of the Navy, I went and had dinner with a guy. He was retired Air Force. He was a door gunner. Um, and and uh, he now works for a big company that I did a lot of work with in the Navy with their products. And a buddy of, my, a buddy of mine, this guy and myself all went out to dinner at a casino um, in San Diego, which have great, you know, meals, buffet stuff. We're sitting there having dinner and he's like, Max, what are you going to do when you get out, man? You can come work for me. And I was like, yeah, I'm not trying to relocate though. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. He goes, well, let me tell you something. You know what you have? You know what skill you have? You're trained to train, which means how many times in your military career were you given a new job? Did your job change? Were you given a new piece of equipment? that your life depended on understanding. How many times did you have to learn a radio, learn a gun, learn a computer, something like that? Learn an engine. Uh, it, it just, it's, it's limitless the amount of experience you have with this. You're trained to train. You've learned how to learn and you've learned how to learn in high stress situations. Let me ask you guys a question. People tell me all the time that they don't have any marketable skills when they get out of the Navy because they just learned how to do work on missiles, work on bombs, work on tanks. You learned how to work on missiles, work on bombs, work on tanks. You learned how to learn. What do you think people coming out of college have that you don't have? Do you think people coming out of college walk into a new job completely prepared for every task that they're going to get in that new job? Do you think that people come out of, come out of apprenticeships even, and they're just ready for anything? The skills that you need to focus on 
are the soft skills of learning how to learn, learning how to deal with stress, how to perform in high tempo situations, how to be on time, how to present yourself. These are the most important skills for most jobs. Learning how to learn. Just because you don't know, you don't think employers offer training. You don't think employers want, are looking for motivated, capable, dependable individuals that are trainable. Trained to train is the mentality that I have. I can do, I can learn anything because I'm trained to train. I'm not trained to be a radar technician. I'm not trained only to be a prison guard. I'm not trained only to be a drone pilot. I'm trained to learn all these things. So give me a new task and I'm going to figure it out. I've built the confidence that I'm able to figure it out. I believe in myself. If you give me a challenge, I believe I can conquer it, even if there's setbacks along the way, because that's what I've done in the entire time that I was in the Navy. That is the skill. That is the most important skill. So trained to train. That's why this shirt says train to train on the back of it. That's why train to train is one of my mottos. That's why if you walk around with train to train on your shirt, you'll remember that you are ready for anything. You're prepared for anything. Go ahead. Give me a task. Give me an interview. You know why? You know how I know I can do it? Because I'm trained to train. And that really uh, made an impression on me when I heard that. Going to bulk order my wardrobe after I move. Prepare your e-store. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Let's see. Where did I leave off here? Where did I leave off? Um, 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 um. He's good. He's just some nerve damage. Glad to hear it. Love them both. I missed the C in the flight deck, but I wouldn't trade my blue cord or my bros. Yeah, I feel you there. You made better friends in the army. I understand that. I made great friends when I deployed to Afghanistan the first time working with the army as a sailor. Going to bulk order my wardrobe. Thank you, h When's the Nuggets watches shirt coming out? <laughs> uh, you got to send me some specifics on what you want there. I really want to wear it for the lulls. That would be an alpha move. But you have to get back to it later or else you'd be a hot mess. Shay Taylor, thank you to everyone who subscribed to Shay Taylor's channel, Navy YouTuber, fitness and personal trainer, qualified fitness enthusiast, uh, and active duty sailor. If you guys are interested in some Navy content, go check out her channel. We just helped pop her over to 1,000 subscriber mark just the other night on the, on the Volcano Ramen live stream, which... I suffered, I suffered for Shay. Now she's calling me out online saying she can take more spice than me. We'll see. Uh, shirt got to be tight so I look like a Chad in it. Yeah, duh. Trust me, guys. Your arms will look good in my merch. I'm not sending you. You're not. When you go to my store, you're not getting shirts with baggy sleeves. Do you understand? You've got to do your part. You've got to exercise. But you are not getting shirts with baggy sleeves when you go to the Scuttlebutt Show store, okay? Just to be clear. Max, if I get some things together, do you think you can make a commemorative shirt for myself and some friends? Absolutely, 100% I can. 100%. You, get, you send me what you want, and I will make that happen. 100%. Hey, Chief, reporting. I'm back. What's up, Ed? Halo Infinite looks interesting, but I'm worrying about the gameplay. Never got a chance to play the beta, so I can't really say too much about it. I'm looking forward to Halo Infinite. I'm going to get back into Halo with Halo Infinite. Every skill you learn is an investment in yourself. That's 100% true. You learn how to wait, Jay Honey says which is important. Patience is important. It's an important skill. People just out of college usually have a bad attitude and a sense of entitlement, so you've got a leg up on them. Hashtag hire. Yeah. Damn, I'm jealous. Hoping Halo, if it turns out good, the past couple of years have been rough for Halo. I agree with that. 
Amco, what's up? What is your thoughts on the Exodus short film from Battlefield? Oh, I loved it so much. I loved it so much. Go check out my reaction to it if you haven't already. I loved it so much. I, I'm so excited for that game to come out. Non-specific college degrees are a bigger ripoff than a right-out-the-front-gate car dealer with a 20% interest loans. For real. For real. Real talk. Navy's real great with uh, teaching you how to learn. Yep. That's also why I love the motto, thinkers before shooters. Vets are the best problem solvers in the world, in my experience. Yeah, totally. Hey, Max, I'm currently stuck because I'm possibly going to get a lot of job offers in the welding sector, but I want to join the Army Infantry. What should I do? National Guard or active duty, then welding? That's a tough one. Um, do you, what's your plan for the military? Like just four years and out? Do you think you would make a, I mean, there's welding jobs in the military. Have you thought about welding for the military? Yes, you did. Bet, Shay says. Max, have you ever had Austin Alexander on the show? No, I, uh, I would love to. He actually likes my Instagram posts sometimes and I get a little, bl I blush. Uh, I would love to have Austin Alexander on the show. Maybe I should hit him up. I think he would probably do it. I just want to uh, be at a level where I feel like having him on the show would make sense for me, you know? I'm punching up, okay? When I invite guests on the show, I'm punching up. I'm always so humbled whenever somebody uh, is a guest on my show. I take that seriously. When somebody's a guest on my show, I take that super seriously. And uh, people sharing their time with me, time is their most valuable asset. If somebody shares their time with me, totally humbled. Totally humbled. Um, so if, if I ever hit him up to be on the show, I would love to be on the battle bunker. I would go on the battle bunker for sure. Uh, but yeah, he's great. He does a great job. He's awesome. Uh, obviously, you know, everyone knows that he's crushing it right now. My pipes need it to look good. Absolutely. Do a front double bicep max next, next week, next week. How you doing, Max? I'm great. Just play Mortal Kombat. That's awesome. Uh, Guy getting the gym nuggets. Super excited for six days of Fallujah Battlefield 24-2. Yep. Do you ever think about joining an SF unit? Uh, I did. I was a tech. I was a, I was a support personnel for an SF unit. Do you ever think two nukes wasn't enough? Uh, what are you referring to before, I'm, before I answer that? HTs are the Navy welders. I swear like a seal. So, so are divers. You can be a diver welder. You can be a Navy diver who welds. Resident Evil games have been pretty good so far from 7 to the village. Would you guys want to see me play some survival horror games? I've been actually looking those up. Uh, maybe 5 to 8, I don't know, but I heard welders in the army don't weld much and do other stuff, so I'll probably think about it. Max, take care, man. I got to get ready for tomorrow. Spare ribs tomorrow. Good show. Hey, I'm going to have to come uh, talk to you sometime soon, hopefully about this burpee mile and getting some catering. We'll see. We'll see. My favorite guest in Austin was Matthew Thomas. He was so much hard. I don't remember his. Uh, I don't remember his episode. I'll have to go back and check that out. So what you're saying is you'll have Charles Hoskinson uh, on as a guest in the future. Who is that? Who is Charles Hoskinson? I don't know who that is. Which Battlefield game is the best one, do you think? Well, I've only played three and four campaign, and I liked three. Let's get Max on hot ones. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Max, what's your morning ritual? Um, let's see. I don't know if I have a morning ritual. It's usually wake up, take pre-workout as quickly as possible. So that way I'm committed to going to the gym. Then go to the gym, come home, take care of our dog, get ready for the show, do the show. That's my current morning ritual. Max, did you ever look into Combat Stories, the channel that interviews former vets? I did. I did. I like it, actually. Yes, horror games. So speaking of horror games, uh, 
House of Ashes comes out this fall. And that is the horror survival game set in Iraq. We're going to be playing that one for sure. I sent you his Instagram a couple months back. Yeah, I do remember. Thank you for sending me that. Max, did you get jet lag when you first arrived in Okinawa? No, but when you fly back to the United States, that's when you get jet lag. It goes the other way. Ooh, smoking Oki. Maybe I'll even join. Okay. Um, you need to get a, you can get a team together, an Oki barbecue team. So uh, for some reason, flying ahead in time doesn't cause as much jet lag as flying backwards in time. So when I flew back to the United States, I got really bad jet lag. What courses did you have to attend being in Naval Special Warfare? There was uh, basic combat skills. There was SEER school. There was a bunch of job-specific courses. There were a bunch of uh, online trainings. There was a lot of in-person, like, briefing-type trainings. Uh, and then there's all the unit training, which is awesome. But, yeah, that's mostly it. Mine is Battlefield 3 and 4, World War 1 and 5. Call of Duty Zombies is always my favorite horror game. I wish you could have played Silent Hill when it was around that time. Scares me even to this day. I used to love those games. There was one back on Dreamcast called D D2, I think. What was it? It was on Dreamcast, Sega Dreamcast, and it was called, I think it was called D2. Let me see, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. So there's this game on Sega Dreamcast called D2, and it was a really good survival horror game. It was really good. Um, looking back at those graphics, they suck so bad. But the game was really good. Uh, fave guest on a show and fave show you were on. Well, I've only been on one show, and it was uh, it was Kyle's show, Midnight Chow. So that's my favorite show that I've been on. Nobody's really hit me up to be on their show. But uh, I would. I would do it. Let's see. I wish you could have. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I don't have a favorite guest on my show. I respect all my guests equal. Some of the, we've had some great episodes, like uh, if, but you have to go back to the podcast. If you guys want to see some of the best interviews that I've ever done, you have to go to the podcast and go listen to early episodes of the show. We had incredible guests, Navy SEALs, you know, really, you know, successful business owners. Uh, incre incredible. One of my favorite guests was Joe Musselman. If you guys can go back and find Joe Musselman, I'll type his name in the chat. He has some great stuff to share, as well as uh, Jason Torrey, Jason Tushin. Go check out those episodes. I typed them in the, uh, in the chat. Incredible. Incredible. The fact that they sat down with me and shared their wisdom you guys have to, have to go check that out. Uh, DWK and Nikki MGTV have been on my channel, and they're both great people. And Nikki is a great friend and mentor to me, um, and he's a great guest. And like I said, all the guests that I've had are great. I love every guest I've ever had. But I just chose some standout episodes of people who just shared some stuff that was really, really incredible. I mean, historic. So please go check out those old podcast episodes. Insane. Um, let me see. Let me go back over here. Throwback to Sonic Adventures and Star Wars pod racing. Oh, yeah. Thank God for emulators. Did you pre-order Battlefield? I haven't pre-ordered it yet, but I want to. Uh, oh, you get Irish if you pre-order? Then I'm going to pre-order. That's a done deal. My cousin said he wants to be a diver in the Navy, then join the SWIC teams. Would that be a good path or would it be hard? It would be hard. My recommendation, 
If you join as a diver, it's going to be really hard to become a SWIC. They're not going to let you out. They're not going to let you switch. They're going to try to keep you on as diver. Be really careful with that. Tell him he really needs to think about that. It's going to be really hard to switch from diver to SWIC. They're not going to want to let you go. Uh, how did you like SEER school? SEER school was extremely difficult. We, I just did a whole, on one of the other Q&A Fridays, we did a whole thing on SEER school. It was really hard, uh, but it was really worth it. It was so cool. Great training. Um, I look back on it with smiles for sure. Let's see. What was your favorite special forces unit? Uh, I'm not sure. Like Navy SEALs and Green Berets are who I spent the most of my time with, and they were both excellent. Very professional. Totally great. I heard the Xbox alien game was nuts. The console would listen and the alien would find you if you weren't quiet while you were hiding. Speaking of horror games, or maybe that's just anxiety inducing. Whoa. Favorite meal in the chow hole? Chow hall? Chicken cordon bleu. Joe Muscleman. Yep, that's his name. Hey, Max, do you still go to Good Times Barbershop? If I was still in San Diego, I would. 100%. But I'm in Okinawa, so I don't. But as soon as I get back to San Diego, you can believe that I'll be going back to Good Times Barbershop. I'm a 100% huge supporter of that place. What about doing a throwback interview and have Van on? I should. Van was the former co-host of the show, and he was he's great, great friend of mine. Uh, super smart dude, really insightful, just in, an incredible guy, and uh, and I miss doing a show with him actually a lot. It it kind of fell apart when I moved to Okinawa, and he moved to Texas. So, not gonna lie, that was tough to watch. Kudos to those outstanding men. Uh, which which was what was tough to watch? I lost track. Not sure how far I ran today, but that was on the beach till my skin was about to be sunburned. All right, I'll inform him. Thank you. Have you thought about being a ranger or going to rasp? No, I never wanted to be a ranger. If I had to do it all over again, I would become a, uh, a CCT in the Air Force. I would try at least. Have you, th- uh, Max, who is the wisest person you've known? What have you learned from them? Ooh, I don't know. That's a tough one. I've met so many wise people. Oh, that's a, I don't know how to answer that one. Who's the wisest person I've met? I don't know. I don't know. Who is the wisest? I've known so many. I've been lucky to know so many great mentors. Um, you know, I went to a, speaking of Joe Musselman, I went to a program called the Honor Foundation. And I, I t- I've talked about it so much on the show, not recently, but it's the whole, the, the only reason that we're sitting here today the only reason that there is a scuttlebutt show is because of the honor foundation. And, uh, it's because of the people that shared their life experience and knowledge with us in the honor foundation that I am sitting here today, sharing and trying to reshare these great stories with you guys. And there have been, I'm just thankful for all of the great people who've taken the time to counsel me and mentor me and, you know, offer me advice along the way. And, one thing that I've learned that I would say to you guys, not something specific, but seek out people who have done what you want to do. Okay. So there's this process that we learned in the honor foundation called 50 cups of coffee, where you find 50 people. This is the challenge who you would want to sit down and have a cup of coffee with. You email them on LinkedIn or whatever. LinkedIn is a great place to do it because professional networking and say, look, I respect you. I love what you do. And you have to mean it. You have to really mean it. Okay. So pick people wisely. And I really want to 
I really want to pick your brain. I really want to talk with you. I would love to buy you a cup of coffee and sit down and have a chat with you. Doesn't have to take long. It can be five minutes or two hours. And most people are pretty receptive to it. Most people would be happy to do it. And then you go meet them. You ask them questions about their life. And, you know, some people will say yes. Some people will say no. Some people will never reply to you at all. But the people who say yes, you go sit down with them. You, it takes, you know, some guts on your part to, to cold call somebody, email out of the blue, and then learn from them. Like, learn from what they've done in their lives. If it's a path that you see yourself going on, uh, find people who've done it already and ask them. And it's a great way to meet, meet, meet people and learn from life. And that's one of the most important things that I've learned is to just talk to more people who have more experience than you do and listen to them. That's the best wisdom I've learned. Diver is the coolest spec ops rate. It's pretty cool. Max, did you hear about Pfizer wanting military bases in exchange for vaccines? What? No. What? Oh, like they want the property. I, I have heard about that. Screw Pfizer. Screw Big Pharma and the way that they've screwed people over. Best Navy food, breakfast. That's the best meal. But my favorite food is, is uh, chicken cordon bleu. Chicken Alfredo. Beaches or mountains? Beaches. If I was Scorpion or Sub-Zero, I will kill uh, Ed. Okay. Where did that come from? Maybe not the wisest, but you did know a guy who painted his face head on the side of a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, good point. How, how long do you think you'll be living in Okinawa? Maybe another year or two at the most. It's not totally decided yet. As of right now, we have one year left. It'd be fun to see you try the Devil May Cry games. Oh, that's old school. Max, I heard if you join the military and don't get buds in your contract, it's harder for you to go. It is. Uh, yeah, hamsters, chicken cordon bleu. That's the best. Greetings from Quebec. I love your show and your honest approach. Keep up the great work. Louis, thank you so much. Louis, welcome to the channel. I'm so thankful you stopped by. I really appreciate that. Best advice is always get it written into your contract at Maps Don't Trust the BS. Don't, yeah, absolutely. Eviana, you got it. Do I eat hamsters? Yes, I eat chicken cordon bleu. All right, guys, it's 11.06 a.m. out here in Okinawa, and that means that I'm going to be signing off shortly and taking my dog to the dog park for some exercise and then getting on with my day. I've got a lot to do. My wife comes home tonight, so we're going to be reunited, and that means I have to clean the house. I have a, Oh, my gosh, I have a lot to do. It's a mess. So I appreciate you guys being here. I don't know if I told you this the other day, but somebody said, uh, what's it like when not having your wife there? I said, it's been hell. The sink is full. I can't even use it. Clothes all over the floor. The little Roomba is working okay, but the tall Roomba is not doing anything. I've been screaming at the tall Roomba to get moving, and I don't know. Only my wife knows how to use it. I'm starving. There's no food to eat. All that. So I've got to figure things out before my wife gets home this evening, and uh, that's going to take a significant amount of effort on my part, which I hate. I hate effort so much. Um, when do you think fatality is like... Uh, I will be scorpion killing gang members. Well, Ed, if you had those powers, I hope you would use them for good, not evil. Max, what would you say to someone who wants to see combat in Afghanistan and kill Taliban? I don't know. It's hard to say. If you were in the military right now, I'd say you had a shot. But if you're years away, I'd say prepare for the next conflict. If you really do, Pedro, $10 Canadian, awesome show, cool Q&A. Thank you so much. Wow. I, wow. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me, Pedro. Your support means a lot to me. And I support you too. I support your channel, your endeavors as well. Uh, any way I can support you, let me know. Um, so 
how many times have you eaten dog jerky? Uh, zero, I think. I'm pretty sure zero. So, no one asked. It's a funny name. So, uh, oh, what was I saying? I forgot what I was saying. Favorite video game series? Halo. Uh, what was I saying? I was saying something about... Um, Ed, you're going off the rails on me, bud. Going off the rails on me. I feel I understand what you're saying, but it's getting a little graphic. Uh, so... I forgot what I was saying a minute ago. Here's what I'll say. Go to the community post on the Scuttlebutt Show YouTube page. Check out the poll and see and vote for what game you want to see me play next for the campaign. Uh, check out the store, the Scuttlebutt Show store, linked in the description down below. That QR code on your screen will get you there also. Currently, with the code 60IF, you can get um, uh, 10% off your purchase until September 1st. Or if you're a member of the channel or on Patreon, you already have a discount code and you can go get stuff on there. New merch coming. Mudrock, please let me know what it is that you want for your merch and I will try to make that happen as soon as possible. Working on a bunch of big stuff for you guys. Seriously, big things coming. Um, who knows? Maybe it'll be a surprise live stream this weekend, some gaming or something like that. But I will definitely be back Sunday with a big interview. We have a big guest on, Swick, former Swick named Dash on for Sunday night show. It's going to be absolutely kick-ass. And I look forward to seeing you guys then. With all that being said, thank you for joining me today. You guys rock. It's been a fantastic, super fun week. And until next time, that's the Scuttlebutt.